single girl woes. Um, just thought I would jump on here to chat about Netflix's popular dating show, Love is Blind. By now, I am sure that a lot of you have seen it. Um, I binged it um, the first week that it came out, and it was really good. Um, but I was delaying my response or doing a podcast on it just because I know not everyone um, had had the chance to see it. I did a Facebook Live um, the weekend that I finished it and was briefly just kind of sharing my thoughts. And I was like, nope, gonna pause because this would make a perfect episode on the most inconsistent podcast ever. Um, But no, I really like the concept of the show. Um, And since the show has aired and the reunion, um, I've been reading some articles and stuff about like how they found um, or how they went about casting for the show and um, how involved the producers were. I mean, of course, there was editing. I mean, that's with any single TV, um, unless it's something that's a live stream and very raw. But I felt like they did a really good job um, on this show. I do feel like unlike some of the other dating shows, it wasn't um, as scripted. Um, And from an article I read, the actual pod conversations um, were genuine. And in those moments, I mean, they, you know, of course, again, they edited it down. But they were saying like, you know, there were times when producers had to come in. So like in the conversations because people were having very lengthy and genuine conversations with each other um and it does raise a good question is love blind um the whole time that I was binging it I was you know posting on my social media outlets of you know saying that I could see myself going on that type of show but then with my luck I would come out with somebody that's the complete opposite of what I am typically physically attracted to um for those of you let me just kind of recap or pause for a minute for those of you who may be listening to this who have not seen the show um there are some spoilers um but the gist of the show is there are several men and women and they are going on these dates but they're in these dates on pod in these like little pod things so they can't see the other person they are really truly getting to know each other solely based on conversation and um, establishing establishing a intellectual bond with the person. So they are becoming connected without even seeing each other, not knowing anything about them, just going by the sound of their voice, which sometimes can be very deceiving um, in some cases. Um, and so they do this for a set period of time and then they go into a proposal. Um, and then once they propose is when they come out of the pods and see each other, then it fast forwards and then all the couples are on a vacation where they're just kind of spending time getting to know each other in the physical sense since they've already made that kind of intellectual, mental, um, and maybe even connection connected on an emotional level. So then they get to go. I'm on this vacation where they get to, you know, continue to learn more about each other. They do that for, I think, a week or so. And then they then are um, put into an apartment where they get to live together and get to know each other in that space. As far as managing a household together, they get to see each other's home so that they can then decide where they're going to live at. 
you know, going forward. Um, they meet each other's families and friends. And then, of course, there's the wedding. Um, well, with this show, at the wedding, um, is you can decide whether you stay or, or not. And, you know, there were some surprise instances. And then there were some where it was kind of obvious that it wouldn't, um, wouldn't work. So that's kind of the gist of the show. Um, and it really does test, you know, is love blind? Like, can you fall in love with somebody that you've never met? Um, and then once you meet them, if you make that intellectual and emotional, you know, connection and discover that they are not, you know, like if, like for me, I like tall, dark, handsome, but what if somebody I connect with, they're short, stubby, overly hair, you know, what if they're the complete opposite of what I would typically want in a mate? does the intellectual emotional bond that I've made with them trump the physical characteristics of it um so I I feel like overall it was one of the better dating shows that they're um you know that's out there now and because it looks at it in a different way um I do feel like for everybody that watched it Cameron and Lauren um, from the beginning, they were a favorite. From the first time that they interacted and I saw them, I was like, oh my God, they are a fave. They are definitely going to connect. And to see that they're still staying true and staying strong um, says a lot. And it was a, a lot for her because she made this connection to him. And then when she saw him, he was of a different race. She had never dated out of her race before. So that was something completely new for her. Whereas he had a five-year relationship with someone um, with an African-American female before. So he was used to dating outside of his race, whereas she um, was not. But definitely fan favorites. Um, just their, the way that they went about, they were very grown, um, very mature. Um, and they just clicked. Like, that was a case where it worked. They're both, they both were very attractive. Um, so it worked for them. Jessica... I think everybody's in agreement that she was the bitch of the show. Every show has one. Um, She was very shallow. Um, Something about her from the very beginning just was like, eh. Um, And I think for me, I was like, oh, no, I can't rock with her when she was really, really, is it Brayden? I can't think of his name, but... The guy that, you know, she had made this connection with Mark and was all team Mark, whatever, whatever. And then the other guy, Brayden, I can't want to say that's his name, but if not, that's what we're going to call him for the sake of this. Um, You know, he was all over the place in the beginning, not sure what he wanted, who he wanted. And, you know, he told her and she fell for like, oh, you're the one, this, that, and the third. But then he had a change of heart. And, you know, when she thought he was all about her, she wasn't checking for Mark anymore. You know, she was basically trying to backpedal out of that connection she made with him. And then when she got her heart broken, then she wanted to go back to him. I'm sorry. And then the moment she saw him and Mark was, he was attractive. Um, Again, he wasn't her usual that she would have physically been connected to because she was um typically into someone taller um the age thing from the beginning before they even connected was a factor but you knew that you could have told him no you didn't have to accept his proposal and then just the way that she acted like 
he was just too good for him. She didn't want him to touch her. Um, she just wasn't allowing herself to get past the fact that who she wanted, you know, she was like trying to force it because she wanted somebody. And then when they saw each other, then when she saw the guy that turned her down, that really messed it up for Mark because she, he was more, Braden was more her type. He was more, you know, the type of guy that she would have been into. But Amber checked her on the reunion, though, because she was out of pocket. Um, Once all the couples, once they connected, they all kind of was at the same resort together. Um, And that's when they got to see who the other people were. And, you know, she was a little out of pocket with her comments. Um, Just kind of feeling like, you know, he didn't make the right choice. But who are you to say that he didn't make the right choice for him? You know, they, they got married. Um, but yeah, Jessica was just doing too much. And then she would get like sloppy drunk and that's just not cute at all to get sloppy drunk and then just be belligerent and disrespectful and all emotional. One minute you want Mark to touch you and be affectionate towards you. Then the next minute you're being standoffish, like be a fucking grown ass woman and just be honest. You know, like nobody's forcing you, but I guess she needed that camera time and, you know, and she got it. Um, But she definitely painted a bad picture for her. So she definitely painted herself as being very shallow and, um, you know, a villain. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how dating goes for her. But I felt really bad for Mark because he was attractive and she would have done him she would have done him a favor by just saying no to his proposal and it would have been easier for him to have gotten over versus her saying yes and going all the way through the process and then you know on wedding day saying no which I mean everyone knew that when she couldn't even try on the wedding dress um when they you know were all doing that I was like yeah her ass is not going forward with this like I said um not too long ago she just really wanted her some tv time and she got it um Gigi and Damien I like Damien he was really really sweet but Gigi was fucking annoying she was like very bratty um very self-censored very spoiled um but she even said it herself you know that was kind of um a defense mega defense mechanism and that she was you know self-sabotaging or whatever as far as you know just that was her way of protecting her feelings but again I feel like if you go on a show like that you have to sometimes um put aside your norm if you are truly going to be 100% all in to these type of social um experience experience experiments or experiences um whatever you want to look at it as an experience or an experiment at any rate you have to be totally open so I wasn't really surprised when um their marriage didn't go forward just because you know nobody wants to feel like they're not wanted or have to deal with you know a spoiled brat somebody that's self-centered and self-serving um but it was good to know that they are back dating and just kind of realize that they needed a little bit more time to get to know each other um Braden and Amber um they I I really didn't see them connecting because I felt like they were opposite I felt like she was 
too out there whereas he was a little bit more settled and stable but hey sometimes opposite attract and in that case they did have a lot of things in common and they're still holding in strong um so that was good to see um with them I do feel like of the three women Amber Jessica and I can't remember the other girl name I do feel like Amber was the most um compatible with him um, not even just on looks, but the conversations that they had and that was showed, um, you know, while they were on the show, she did seem like the better choice for him because even though he is a little bit more settled and stable, he also does have that fun outgoing side. And I feel like that's where Amber um, helps him with that um, or allows him to express that side a little bit more outside of his day to day. So, um, and their families liked liked each other. His family was looking at her sideways when they first met. Um, but I think she was just nervous, um, nervous when meeting him, meeting his family. So, you know, sometimes when you're nervous about meeting somebody's family, sometimes you say things that, you know, a little bit awkward just because you're in that moment and, you know, wanting to fit in and everything. But I think in the long run, I think they're going to be good together. Um, and then Kenny and I can't remember the girl name. They were cute too. Um, but she was another one I think just kind of wanted some TV time because she kept saying she couldn't connect with him. Um, I really don't know what their dish was. They just kind of were like, uh, um, you know, kind of on there or whatever. Nothing about them really stood out to me, but the couple that, soon as he was having his little confessional moments I knew it was gonna go downhill and that was that daggone Carlton and Diamond now Carlton was um gender fluid um was the term that he uses to describe himself so he's dated both men and women um but he did not disclose that to Diamond um, he did not disclose that until their time together um, at the resort. So after she had accepted a proposal um, and one of the, well, I think it was their first night together um, at the resort, he kind of shared that with her. And she was a little taken aback as anybody should. You know, that's something that he should have definitely shared in the pod while they were dating, while they were dating to give her that opportunity to decide if that was something in which she wanted to um deal with you can't just assume that somebody's going to be okay with it because in this moment in your life you decide like you want to be with a female um you know she I feel like that's something that she needed to know um, I feel like, and even vice versa, if it was a female that was gender fluid or bisexual, um, that had dated women before, was into women, I feel like that's something that she should have disclosed to a man, even though we do live in a time where, um, female and female situations are a little bit more accepted and not as judged and aren't as aren't judged as much as male and male situations there are still some males that don't want to deal with gender fluid or bisexual females um and I get it I understand like everybody has a choice don't just assume because you're okay with something that someone else has to so I definitely understand and see why Diamond spazzed and flipped the hell out on him 
once he told her but then it was wrong for him to then try to play the victim like I cannot stand a passive aggressive person and I felt like that's what Carlton did in that moment he instantly went to the victim when you can't be the victim when she's just trying to you know when she went to talk to him to gain a better understanding and knowledge not to say that if he had not responded and reacted the way that they did I really don't think that they would have stayed together but still I felt like he owed her the answers to the questions that she was asking to have to help her better understand but him spazzing out the way that he did did not make it any better for her to pretty much be like fuck you um when I say she had a sister girl moment she read him for filth she read him for trash um honey girl quoted Beyonce (laughs) and that's how pissed she was and then he went into diva mode and had his moment and you know lashed out and was like fuck you you know he called her a bitch and some more stuff and it's like you can't do it like I felt like in that sense he was wrong because again why are you gonna demean her when you weren't truthful to her and she's responding like you know I mean it's easier said than done um, when you're in the heat of the moment, in the argument or whatever, I'm sure we where I'm human. I know I've been in arguments and in the heat of the argument said stuff that I did not say. So, I mean, it was good to see on the reunion that they did have that they did speak prior to the reunion and um, he apologized and she accepted so that they could be within that space. But yeah, I just I just felt bad for her because she genuinely was looking for love. Um, and he deceived her um, in being authentic to who he was. Um, and like I said, I just feel like that's something that you should you should tell people. Um, not to say that sometimes you have to disclose your whole personal background um, when dating and stuff like that. But if it's something that somebody could have a bias or opinion on, or not even an opinion, but feel a certain type of way about it may not be their norm of acceptance I feel like you should should tell them just like for me in being single I know that I'm not physically able to have kids so for me when I meet people that are that are looking to date in the hopes of like relationship and you know something long term I do make it a point to kind of have that conversation and bring that up because what I don't want to do is waste my time or waste their time and I'm going to repeat it again I do not want to waste my time um, in a situation knowing that I can't have kids knowing that I don't want to adopt kids and you know invest this time into somebody and then we have this conversation because then you know that could be a deal breaker for them that I'm not able to have kids um that I don't want to adopt kids and we put all this time and energy into each other and then it just has to go because I can't fulfill something that they want or even worse even if they decide to stay they start to build this resentment and we start to get pulled in different directions because they build this resentment towards me because they've invested this time so they feel like well I've invested you know 
XYZ amount of years, you know, three, four years or however many, um, they've invested all this time into me. And then it's like we're having this conversation and then they stay because they're like, well, I've put all this time and energy into it. I'll get over it. But then they don't. And then resentment starts to set in. I deal with that before that even gets to, you know, that point, even in my marriage, um, you know, the moment I felt like my ex-husband and I were going in different directions, I knew to have the conversation to see what it was that we needed to do that we were gonna do so that resentment and hatred did not um, get into the situation that would have made, you know, the separation and the divorce period way more difficult than it had to be. Um, so like I said, for me, I do try to have that conversation early with people about the kid thing. And in these next month will be two years since being single um, or whatever. And in that two year period of time, I have gone out with a few people. And, you know, in early conversations, people have said, you know, they don't have kids and they really want kids. And I say right then, we can be cool, but, you know, I can't pursue anything serious with you because I can't give you kids. And I've had, you know, guys, you know, tell me, like, I respect you for, you know, sharing that with me because kids were something that they, you know, that they really desired to have. And like I said, I wasn't going to waste their time or my time um, into something that I knew in the end wasn't going to work because I couldn't provide them with something that they truly wanted. So again, that's why I say I feel like in Carlson's situation, that's something um, as far as his sexuality or his sexual preference um, or his sexual identity. Um, so many words, terms and stuff that you um, should be using these days. And I'm not always the most correct in that. So I try to put all of them out there. Um, but yeah, I just feel like he should have told her. Um, but again, you know, things happen. Um, and this is where I do wonder, though, with the casting if even the producers knew that about him in advance and did they you know I I don't know so again that's where as much as post um interviews and stuff I've read about the show saying that a lot of it was very genuine and raw I do feel like things like that because I felt like there was a questionnaire that they had them complete or something like that um I don't know but I have some people like I could I would go on that show just because I feel like it would be interesting. Um, I don't know that I want to do it for the sake of marriage, but like to to date, I think that's like a good way to, you know, date to kind of build that intellectual um, mental connection with somebody. But like I said, my fear, as much as I would want to do something like that, I also have that fear that um, what if I meet them and I'm not physically um attracted to them like is that going to diminish or like I said the title of the show is love blonde like does the love connection you make um override all of that I mean basically this show just kind of proves that in our day-to-day lives we kind of tend to um what's the word that I want to use we tend to navigate towards people um initially based on physical aspects of them that we like and then we build upon that with 
the other things like the intellectual element that they bring the emotional element that they bring the sexual element that they bring the spiritual element that they bring and I mean I didn't put that in any particular order of importance but usually it starts with a physical attraction a physical connection and by physical I'm not saying sexual it's usually you navigate towards somebody that you see like oh I find him or her really attractive and then you go from there very rarely do you connect with someone because it's like oh I like his voice or something like that or you know it's something physical initially that draws you to a person that makes you want to get to know them it's usually not the reverse um so the show does you know it does make you question is love blind um are we jaded by the physical aspects in which we see in a person um it also reminds me of that movie shallow how of jack black where you know he's hypnotized and he still sees the beauty in this female that he grows to love but then once he's out of that hypnotic state and then sees her she's totally opposite of what he normally would go for and date and all of that but he made a connection to her um and and it, it the world would be a an amazing place if people could love and get into relationships based on you know just pure connections outside of physical but hey like I said we're all human and you know it's an it's impossible um I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it's impossible I'll take that back it's very rare that that happens so like I said as much of me that says like oh I would go on that show like that's really cool um I can see me doing that that would be different um but I can also see me being that person that I wear everything on my face so I can see myself when it comes to kind of connect like Ugh. but then again I don't I don't know because I, I really don't know it would definitely be um like I said a social experience um to be had um but I wouldn't want to get into a situation where it goes into marriage it would have to be like a relationship um because having been married that's so that's that's a really serious thing um so yeah for me I don't know that I would want to go into a marriage blindly um I would definitely like to be able to have all the elements displayed before me um before going into a marriage but like to date um yeah man I guess it's no different than like in that aspect like a blind date um, which I have had a horrible blind date. I will definitely add that to the topics of um, things to discuss. My horrible blind date. Um, actually, I've had two kind of situations that were um, like blind date type scenarios or whatever. Um, and both were so bad, so bad, so bad that I refused to do it a third time. Um, just because like first time shame on me, second time shame on you, well, you however that saying goes. So yeah, I refuse to do it a third time or whatever. But all in all, um not gonna continue to ramble about a bunch of nothing. Um, I'll stick to topic for tonight, um, or today, depending on when you're listening to this. But all in all, it was a really good show. Um, definitely will be interested to see um, if they do a um, 
second season of it. I feel like shows like that, um, it won't be as genuine or authentic the second time because people would have saw it. So they would know like what questions to ask, especially in the scenario with like Carlton. I feel like people may be more inclined to ask questions about, you know, people's sexual, um, preference, um, or sexual identity. Um, I do, I also read that one of the questions that, so they could ask the person to describe themselves, but I don't know that anybody, um, did, I don't, I don't know that anybody did that, but then again, the person could lie, um, or whatever. So I do feel like if they did do a season two, it may be a little bit more scripted just to kind of, you know, kind of have all these different, um, curveballs, um, in the storyline like they had this season um with all the different storylines and stuff that they had and the differences in the couples so it'll be interesting but all in all I feel like it was a really good um show by by Netflix I definitely enjoyed it um definitely was relatable um in a lot of aspects of like I said being single and and dating so if you haven't checked it out definitely check it out and once you check it out drop me a line and let me know um your thoughts on it um if you agree with me or um maybe you saw something that I didn't pick up on or anything but yeah is love blind with that being said I hope you all have an amazing day be fabulous be unique be amazing and be productive